We are legends. Welcome to We Are Legends, the unofficial podcast for Deathstroke Legends Mobile. I am Slow Beast, and with me as always is Hate Mail. We have a lot to talk about today, so let's get right into it. Alright, let's get right into it because we're going to be in a hurry this week. We've got a lot of news breaking, but first I want to talk about the Thanksgiving spa- uh, sales that we had in, in the store. We had a Black Friday sale and a Cyber Monday sale even. Uh, some of the deals were good deals, so I thought uh, you could let us know what's a good deal and what's not such a good deal. Well, I'm not the best person for that, but if you want to check Reddit, check user DP0427. They also do the Oddsman podcast. He's always got the breakdowns on the Reddit on what the best deals are. But generally, it's the 30 to 50 shards tends to be 30 to 50 shards for gems tend to be the best. Um, they actually had some pretty good sales during this um, Thanksgiving event. Black Canary was one that stood out. I think it was 100 frags for 3,000 gold. Yep. And uh, Black Adam, 50 shards for 2,000 gold. That was actually pretty good. Yep. The only one that I thought was pretty bad was they had one where you could buy, um, I think it was 1. It was a 1,300 gems for 500 energy, 10 arena tokens, 50 speed force, 50 green essence. It, it, I don't understand how they consider those a sale. They They... Because it almost got me to just looking at it, you know, the 500 energy, you're like, oh, wow, that's pretty good. But it, it, like you said, as soon as you start breaking down and looking at what you can get from the store normally, you realize that it's a horrible deal. But I think they got a lot of people with that, that impulse buy that, oh, it's the holidays. This must be a good deal. So I'm sure they probably got a lot of people buying it without. Well, they always it. overvalue green essence. Like they, they, they don't either they don't realize or they just oh. think, oh, well. 50,000 green essence that's worth a billion dollars but you could just get 80,000 well, green essence for 100 I guess gems. if you so. I guess if you got the money to throw around and you don't want to farm the green essence then maybe that's maybe there's a lot of people that Well you can just speed force. I mean <laughs> it's just as fast. So. I, I listen, I know I'm with you, but I don't know. All right, so that was the deals we had and let's get to the big news of the day, the release of next month's characters and reworks. We've got Penguin the Red Hood. We've got Joker, Clown Prince of Crime, is getting rework, as well as Bane Venomatic. Yeah, we definitely had a Batman month, and I was really excited that uh, we had, we actually were planning on talking about a few other things a lot longer on this podcast, uh, but the release of this news was very fortuitous that it dropped a few hours ago right before we recorded, so it gives a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so let's talk about Penguin, the Gentleman of Crime, real quick. We've got... Uh, breakdown of some of his abilities we really don't know exactly what else going to do yet but um he sounds sounds pretty good yeah he sounds like him? he's going to be a one of those characters that probably doesn't do a lot of damage i have a feeling he's probably going to be a little tanking he's going to be a utility character because they're talking about using his okay. umbrella to shield him he's going to get awareness which mm-hmm. um i don't know if it's just going to be for him or legendary upgrades let you do your teams Kind of a control character, it looks like. They're, they're suggesting that you team him up with Scarecrow, Reverse Flash, and Captain Cold. Well, I have a feeling he's going to have speed downs, which it sounds like, because he's going to be able to reduce crit damage. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to um, possibly stun. Uh, so it, it he sounds like a neat character that may have more utility than you're thinking. I know a lot of people don't aren't don't seem to be too excited about him initially, um, but I, I got a vibe that he's going to be a, a good control character. 
Um, so he might be pretty good. Okay. All right. Second character announced was Red Hood, Vengeful Vigilante. I think everyone should be the most excited about this one because this is this is the the counter sure. we were looking for for Deathstroke and Baby Lobo. Like a hard counter for that. I'm actually really combo. surprised at the abilities that they put on him because I mean he literally does everything you could possibly want out of one character to counter it. Now one thing we forgot to mention too is that looking at the Alliance missions, he's almost certainly the paywall character, so I know that's probably good. Yeah, that's what it seems like. That's that's probably gonna upset. Quite um, a few if you're people. ever thinking about shelling out for gems in this month, I think this is gonna be the character to do it. Obviously, I'll have him geared out and we'll test him, but he's almost certainly gonna be the character you want to deal with this Deathstroke meta. I was really hoping he'd be the um, mission character so that we'd see him everywhere, and then we could finally nip this Deathstroke thing in the bud. But it may take a little while before everybody has yeah. him. Um, I have a feeling his PvP week is going to be absolute insanity. Yeah, I can imagine that getting um, But crazy. when you're looking at the description, it's showing him having blazing pistols that are going to cut through awareness snacks. So I don't know if that's going to ignore him or it's going to count. Oh, that would be amazing. Well, actually, it almost would be better if it didn't ignore him and it counts as multiple hits, kind of like bleeds. So it just gets rid of a bunch of them at the same time. Oh, I see what um, you're saying. Yeah, so one, one attack would drop several. It sounds like that's going to have some kind of buff debuffing ability or something like wonder woman princess Smurza, where the the debuffs hit on there it says he's going to place bleeds and heal immunity with each shot and even with his aoe which is that's absolute and i mean that's just crazy oh, that's going to shut it down completely and then it says when enemies die red hood can steal both buffs and block buff effects so it almost sounds like you almost want baby lobo to die because you're going to steal all deathstroke's buff which is what we had kind of talked about in some of our previous discussions having a character that steals them. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like he specifically made in mind of that combo of Deathstroke and uh, uh I mean, Lobo. This guy sounds awesome. I mean, it sounds like everything you could possibly want in a character. You won't need a whole team to shut him down. You'll bring one anti-Harley character, one anti-Deathstroke character, and then you can do what you want with the rest of the team. All right, then we've got uh, the rework of Joker, Clown, Prince of Crime. He's one I don't understand why they did him and why they didn't do Damaged Goods, because Damaged Goods has got to be the worst character in the game. And Clown Prince, and if you're watching the YouTube video of this, thank you, Bam Bam, for giving us some videos. He has uh, Joker, Clown Prince decked out. I was going to give you the Legendary Order, but since he's getting reworked, it's kind of pointless. Uh, but as you can see in Bam Bam videos, yeah. he's actually a really good character now. Got bleeds. He every time somebody dies, he can hit on a on a strong bleed team. He wrecks day. So I was actually looking forward to getting him up. He sounds interesting though, with his yeah. new kit, enraged debuffs. I'm not sure what that it's gonna do, and and maybe if you're if you are enraged, um, you do more extra damage. I'm not really sure exactly what they. I mean, they've got some really good uh, suggestions here. You got Yellow Lantern as leader and Ares. Like, obviously, Enrages are going to help those two characters right there. So, I, I mean, this it's going to be some interesting, you know, combination. Yeah, it sounds like with. if you enrage other characters, you're going to do extra damage or do something. Yeah, it mm -hmm. says his passive powers and add enrage to attacks. So it sounds like there's going to be a lot of enrage. So Steppenwolf and Hal Jordan Green Lantern leadership is going to be a little more important probably than before if he turns out being a, a quite strong character. And then. Uh, one thing we forgot to mention on Penguin, sounds like when he dies, he does something. And then it sounds like when Joker Clown Prince of Crime dies, he does something with Penguin. Yeah, he's going to have something. Uh, you're not going to want to kill him. First. With Penguin, they but... said that he 
um, he does Henchy the rocket-powered hench penguin when he dies. <laughs> sounds sounds pretty neat. And then uh, with Joker, it says he gets the fatal last laugh with bleed debuffs and large true tar- two damage attack. Which one thing to note: true damage cuts through awareness. It will wipe out all awareness mm. on Deathstroke whenever it has. So that that's pretty interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of combinations here that, that it seems like they're really addressing the Deathstroke baby lobo uh, meta here although you know they, they even pointed out here watch your step team joker up with deathstroke leader uh penguin red hood for a killer combo so that's that's not really it's not really addressing the meta if you're adding yeah to i mean i guess they, they don't want to make deathstroke a completely worthless character so they're they're giving him some sure. uh, i have a feeling that joker maybe when he kills some on the other team does something extra or maybe somebody, anytime anyone dies, even on your own team, so it may still work with some of the revives. It's hard to say, but he... Well, it, I mean, it says it says here that uh, every death is mega painful. Joker, Red Hood, and Deathstroke trigger with every death. So there's something that's... Every time someone dies, Red Hood, Joker, and Deathstroke all get a trigger. Obviously, we know what Deathstroke... Yeah, and Red Hood's going to so. be stealing buffs, It'll... so... Yeah, that'd be interesting. And then Joke, Joker does some kind of bleed damage to the opposing team? I, I don't know. It's going to be yeah. interesting, though. I am. I'm actually really excited for these character releases. At first, I was not happy that everyone was physical because we've had such a physical-dominated meta forever. But if it changes the meta, even if it means I'm going to see more physical characters, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely sounds like this is going to change the meta, at least with the the baby Lobo. Um, all right, and last we have Bane. Yeah, Bane looks. I, I'm, hard, I'm having a hard time understanding exactly what they plan with him without seeing his actual skills and legendary upgrades. But he's definitely going to be tanky. I, I think. It, I have. I feel like they're going to make him more tanky, which I, I I've always felt like he he's been weak in that in that aspect. So you know, there's a lot of stuff it talks about with his heels and mending. Um, so yeah, that, that'll be. And then um, they're saying he's getting stun and critical hit immunity, which is kind of similar to um, Cyborg Superman. So, because I noticed, I mean, with Cyborg Superman, you just he takes forever to kill. So instead of getting shields, he's going to gain overheals. So that'd be interesting. And then when he's overhealed, right. which is cool because you know one of the things they mentioned, Mira and Enchantress, and they'll be they'll be neat. And then if he's doing if he's a stun character, uh, once again it brings me back to wanting to do Killer Frost and Mirror Master. It's two characters I've been wanting to do forever, and I, I think I'm probably going to break and have to gear them out this month. Mm, it's gonna definitely yeah it's gonna be an expensive wallet. month doing these four characters because <laughs> i don't have any of these I, normally i have one rework but this this month i don't have either one of the reworks so oh yeah i got them close to gear to 10 but i don't have any of the superpowers done um so i'm gotcha. yeah i got it i've, I've been farming blue. green essence but i'm only up to like 15 million that i only do two characters so. so yeah i got i guess i'm saving to do all right, and then they they also announced the featured alliance characters, uh, which brings me to I'm pretty sure that Penguin, his event is going to be the beginning of the month because they got him pretty much right out of the gate as the the featured alliance. Yeah, that makes so. the most sense. So they'll they'll probably have him right away. So we'll get to play with him, gear him out, test him in PvP for the week. Um, yep. The only bad thing is, is that means the Red Hood, the good sale probably... with the gems, which is the one I would recommend. You, if if you're gonna buy gems, buy them and get the Red Hood shards too. If you're not, I mean, obviously, if you're free to play or you don't want to buy gems, it doesn't make sense. But 
doing buying the 8,000 gem red hood one means I probably won't be able to get my hands on them until the middle of the month. Right. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, so they'll, they'll have the second week will probably be the PvP reward with Red Hood. And... Yeah, because I've noticed they do the $99 sale with the 250 shards, the 1st and the 15th. That tends to be the, the pattern they've moved to. And then on the like the 13th and the okay. 23rd or whatever the two middle of the month ones, they'll do the rework characters for the 6,000 gems for $24.99. So the, the Red Hood, if you if you want to get them early, you'll have, they may do the 8,000 shards for 100 gems, which... If you're free to play and you want to buy him, he's probably a character worth doing it for. But if you're going to buy gems, you're going to have to hold out till the 15th, which which stinks because I want to get my hands on him right away and start. Yeah, start start seeing how he affects the yeah. meta, I'm sure. Well, we're going to have to wait for that. All right. It's time once again for some in-depth character analysis. Who you got for this week? Oh, this week, week uh, the first character I want to talk about is Dr. Fate. Um, there was... The event that just, I think it just concluded today, or it's concluding tomorrow, but it's really close to finished. I know a lot of people have been asking a lot of questions about him. I really like Dr. Fate since the rework. Ever since they did that little stealth buff on his abilities, his critical strike chance, and he, remember he does special damage, he does a ton of damage. I've one-shotted lots of greens. Um, if you're watching the YouTube video of this, there's tons of battles when they had the Katana Dr. Fate alliance mission. So... I ran him a ton. The shields that he passed on his fellow teammates is huge. It's like 30% of their life, so it's a, it's a large shield. And he can remove seven, or seven buffs, which is very useful, especially in this meta. And his heal immunity mm -hmm. lasts three turns, which is on his third ability, and it also has a chance, I think, a, I think it's as high as 50% chance to proc on his basic. So, you know, those pesky baby Lobos, which may not be as big of a problem, after these new characters released, but in the meantime, it's quite useful, or if you're not going to be able to get your hands on them for a long time, Dr. Fate's one I would highly recommend gearing out. And the nice thing about Dr. Fate with his legendary orders, you really only have to get him the legendary one, which I would take as, obviously, his third ability, which removes seven buffs. Yeah, seven the rest is kind of debatable. Um, a lot of people like going with his second ability to get the intellect up. I didn't go with that, though I can see it's you know gives you three intellects on top of the three hit chance up and his shielding, which you do tend to cast that early in the match. And Harley Quinn, she does special damage, so that increases her and any other special damage characters that you know gives them a, a pretty big 30% damage boost. So it's definitely worth doing. I'll probably take that as my fourth legendary. Um, the four and five are quite good. I'm sorry, the one and four are quite good. They uh, increase his damage, but they're only you know percent chance depending on certain things i have both of them so i do sometimes see some massive damage from it um, but it doesn't always proc and it requires them to have debuffs on them so there's there's caveats to those if we ever get a heavy heal meta his leadership could be quite useful with the awareness um in the silence but we haven't seen that yet bane may change that when we were talking about bane i was actually thinking about it yeah it sounds like it actually that's, that's so really it, it may be useful i actually didn't grab shards during that event because i've been trying to save gems to make it to the new characters and I'm, i may regret it because i may have to take him to legendary five or i may not even do his intellect up just in case that happens and leave him at legendary three um for now but he's a good character definitely recommend him to people if you if you grab the shards he's worth he's worth leveling up i love him in red alerts i usually i look for a green and blue or heavy green team 
and then run Enchantress, Mira, and Dr. Fate. And then you can get tons of overheals and stack up a bunch of shields. Right. Uh, you were telling me that's your, your new technique for... Yeah, rulers. it just makes it makes it go quick, and you can build up a, a uber team. And then you can supplement in a character that's low on life and then shield them up and stack their their life up. Second cor- character I want to talk about, I recently geared out with Cyborg. I put him off for a long, long time. Didn't really... I liked him, but I didn't really think he was a character. And he didn't make it to the top of the pile. But with Steppenwolf, that completely changed. Once again, if you're watching the YouTube video version of this, you can see where Steppenwolf, you cast your first ability, which Steppenwolf goes before Cyborg. And then you can get all the hit chances up and cast Cyborg's big super cannon Mm -hmm. and one-shot Harley Quinn. Or if you've removed the awareness off Deathstroke, one-shot him. Oh, yeah. So that's pretty awesome. I I was running a team with Katana, Steppenwolf, and Cyborg, and I'd steal, if there wasn't a Taunter, I'd just steal Deathstroke's awareness with Katana and then nuke nuke them with a cyborg and it work. I mean, you can nuke a gear 11 character completely to zero with that. Nice. So I thought that was pretty awesome. Cyborg's another character. If you're free to play or a, a newer player to the game, um, you can get a ton of his shards from the missions and he's, he's pretty accessible. Or if you've been playing for a little bit, you probably have him. He's definitely worth gearing out. He's great pairing with Aquamoa. If you got his shards, if you started it a couple months ago, because every time he casts his cannon, he buffs up, then buffs up Aquamoa. I'm not crazy about Aquamoa, but he is a good character. He becomes really strong really fast. And you really only need him at Legendary 2. His first and second ability are the only two I would think that you really have to have. And um, if you're using the Steppenwolf combo, his second his second ability with his cannon is even better. But um, you know, my Legendary order for him is 1, 2, 4, 2, 5. So he's, he's, he's a good character. He'd- you did two oh. twice in that. Yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, one, two, one. four, three, five, I think is what. Okay, yeah. that sounds better. So, good character overall. Um, he's another one that is definitely worth getting up. And I, especially with this physical heavy meta coming. He's a character you probably want to have on your bench. Hey. Hey. I'm Brennan. I'm Dale. But you have to call me Dragon. You, you have to call me Nighthawk. All right, it's time for us to discuss some community hot topics. Uh, both of us recently went to the dark side and we've downloaded Marvel Strike Force. Uh, it has been something that's been happening with uh, our alliance. And uh, do you think this is the death of uh, DC Legends? Um, definitely not. Before, it's funny, before this character release, I was starting to get a little pessimistic because I thought if they let this death drug meta go on for another couple months, which I honestly, after talking to a bunch of alliance mates and different people, I started thinking that could happen. I am still a little worried about the future state of this game because with all these announcements, doesn't mean they still can't, but no new PvE content was announced. Nothing else was announced. And Marvel Strike Force, I mean, our alliance, Court of Owls, and I know Action Comics is the same way and a few other alliances lost, not necessarily lost, but almost the entire alliance has gone over to Marvel Strike Force and testing it out. For those of you that don't know, this is a turn-based game, Marvel style, you know, in the Marvel world. Marvel um, World, yeah. Somewhat similar to DC Legends in some aspects. The uh, you if you did you can only do it on iOS right now, but if you do, there's a trick you can do where you can make it look like you're in New Zealand and download the game early and get a big head start because it's not actually a beta. It's just you know they're being released out there. Um, tested it out. I got to about the level 15. One of the some of the positives of the game is that it they already have in it alliance versus alliance um, PVP. They have tons of game modes that we've been asking for in DC Legends already. 
at launch. Um, but the I'm not crazy, but I don't like the combat system at all. You know, I don't feel like I have a lot of control over it. It's 6 versus 6 instead of 4v4. But it feels like there's no difference between pressing auto and not. And that probably changes at the higher levels. But what was your impressions of it, Slow? Well, just like you, I think I'm level 17. Uh, I've been playing quite a bit. And I could tell you, like, ultimately, I think that the the allure of the game is that it is new. And you feel like you're advancing really quickly. Um, that feeling that you got when you first started playing DC Legends, you see you could play all the time and keep unlocking characters. And you always felt like you were getting something new. I think that's probably the, you know, the thing that people have been drawn to the most. It's not... Overall, I'm with you. I feel like the gameplay is not really strategic in the PvP. Uh, I haven't. I've noticed there is a little bit of strategy. There's certain types of characters that you should target and take out first, but ultimately, it's, it seems pretty random because you got characters that'll proc and hit two or three of your uh, enemies that you're fighting, and that just seems random. I can't control that. There's nothing I can do to make that proc. There's no order I can go in to make that proc faster or it's just a random event so that's i don't really like that it does feel kind of clunky but um like you said there are some game modes that are exciting and new that i would like to see in dc yeah and they the other thing i didn't like about it too is there was oh i mean there was almost in in the opposite of dc legends it was actually way too much to do just too many different weird modes and random little shard gear things there's so many different kinds of things that you have to get um it, it was a little much um you know i I play way more than casual, obviously, in this game, but I, it kind of is at my maximum capacity. I mean, if they added a, a cool new feature, I would hope it wouldn't be every single day, but that game seemed like you needed to do stuff every four hours as opposed to, you know, every day. Well, that's I think that just ha- that goes back to the the newness of the lower-level yeah, they... players, the fact that you're, you are low-level and you're constantly building up your characters and you can do something all the time. Whereas in DC legends, you literally are almost done maxing out all your, your characters. So you don't really need to do everything every day. You're just saving up for the new character. And that is true. Um, the other thing I didn't like about it too, was they had a lot of weird characters, like just the medic, you know, wasn't really a character they had. Yeah. There, I, it seems like, I don't know who's, uh, got the licensing, but I don't feel like they have the full licensing for the whole Marvel. Yeah. They have a bunch of weird, just add on characters that I'm not from, you know, nobody. It it is a little random. I'm not understanding where they came up with the, the characters that they, they, they brought forward because you got Hulk and then you got the Kree, which were a character from the movie that I'm not really sure why you would feel like that would be a character you prominent in your game. Yeah, well, the positives part, it does concern me a little bit. I just hope that this causes, I think competition is usually a good thing. So I'm hoping that it forces DC Legends to, you know, really step up their game a little bit and start releasing. Yeah, bring it, bring it. Yeah, I mean, the new characters are great every month. I like coming up with the new combos that, you know, the funnest part of the game. But we, we, we desperately need a new, you know, alliance type feature reliance on alliance uh new pve content something raids yeah, I'd, I'd i'd love to see uh like you said the new raid or even uh something that you just mentioned from the marvel strike force the whole uh alliance versus alliance if you could go up against another alliance and everybody had to put up their best uh pvp squad and just duke it out that would be really interesting uh for some kind of reward yeah. i'm all in let's do it yep that would that would be great 
All hail Deathstroke. Alright, so I think you have one little piece of information that you want well, to I want to give myself some uh, congratulations. I unlocked my last legendary character. The only one I didn't have legendary yet was the good old damage goods Joker, who desperately needs a rework, but that's okay. I don't need another character to gear out at the moment. Yeah, that's that's pretty exciting. I actually almost let the cat out of the bag earlier in the last segment. I was trying not to say that you've un- you've unlocked every legendary, so that's that's pretty exciting for you and awesome. And we both checked out the Oddsman, uh, their new episode three. I think you want. Yeah, to they have their that. Po- that popular YouTuber. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but his name's Superman with some numbers behind it. I don't have that in front of me. I apologize, Superman. Um, but his daughter Maddie's always on there. He does really good podcasts, so I definitely would recommend checking him out. And um, on their next episode, episode four. Our uh, dear alliance mate, French Fries, is going to be on as a guest for their late December episode. So looking forward to hearing that. I want to hear that. Yeah. Do you like the show? Consider becoming a patron and get a special show each month, our special Q&A episode. It's only a dollar to have access to this. Check it out at patreon.com. We are our legends. Thanks for listening. (laughs) You're not going to say anything? Legend.